so when we road tripped from <laughs> this is so funny when we road tripped from Alabama to all the way over here to the West Coast and you 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 flew out of San Francisco and I, I drove got flewed up. out you fl- got flewed out and yeah would you have thought what what were you what would you have thought you were would be where you are now Mm, I thought I would be further than I am now. Hmm. I think that's because I'm a borderline perfectionist who also just like has big goals and then doesn't realize that it takes a lot more time than I think it does to reach these goals. Um, I thought I would be like further along in speaking Korean. I thought I might be going to grad school already, but at the same time, when I look at what's happened in these, like, three years I've been in Korea almost, I guess, like, it makes logical sense that I'm at this point considering things that happened and things that I guess I needed to experience so I could grow into the person I am now. Experiences, yes. <laughs> uh, exhausting. I'm exhausted. But, like, I feel like I'm a stronger person because of it. Yeah. I feel like I'm a better person. I feel like I'm funnier at least i brought you here to talk about perseverance and mm-hmm. i really i want it to be very open like just it's up for interpretation um what does perseverance mean to you as a queer person i feel like perseverance means i was like journaling about it the other day oh yes i'm so happy you <laughs> you took it you journaled yes I was like, hmm, let's think. And I was like, I feel like perseverance is being able to exist in a space and make it your own, Mm. but also seeing others persevere with you. I feel like perseverance cannot be done alone. It has to be done in a community almost. Mm-hmm. You have to do it with other people because what's the point in just you persevering and surviving at the end if there's no one there with you that has done the same thing? What are you without your community, I suppose? What yeah. are you without people with similar experiences? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would like, it seems like in your definition of it, it seems like perseverance is already like a queer act. Like you talking about, you know, how I, I, you know, when I thought of perseverance, I thought I've always thought of it as something more individualistic, but mm-hmm. the way that you describe it, you, you just, you describe it, you, you say, you know, it's about community and yeah, I think that's a very queer way of of looking at perseverance. One that I, I mean, that's, a, yeah, you, you changed my kind of idea <laughs> on how I should think about perseverance. We persevere through everything and we're still here. We're still gay. <laughs> Despite it all, we're still here. I still think about titties. <laughs> oh, oh, titties. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think of it yeah. as we have to do it together because I don't see a point in persevering and surviving by myself because Mm. I don't want to just be by myself. That's awful. So in community. Mm. Mm. 
yeah i i yeah i okay so the kind of background like reason behind perseverance is that it was one of the things that when i was in a particular fraternity um <laughs> that was one of the things that you know was one of our kind of key values and mm -hmm. I don't know when I thought it went, you know, when, when, and being in the fraternity and thinking about perseverance is kind of like you stride, you know, you just strides for excellence or whatever. Um, but I don't think I really, yeah, I don't know. This conversation has just changed my kind of outlook on it. Um, I definitely yeah. don't see perseverance and like excellence is the same. Mm -hmm. I feel like aspiring for excellence is more like something else perseverance is more like persistence to me you just keep going even if it's not your best you keep going until it gets there yeah it doesn't really mean that you have to end in excellence it just means that you reach the end goal yeah which i suppose is different per person but I guess to me, the end goal is to like be in a safe community, a place where like we feel like we can be ourselves and it's not an issue. It's not like dangerous. Do you feel like you bring the South with you? To Even, Korea, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you said you went back and it was weird, but... You know, what's your relationship to the South being in, being in Korea for three years? I feel very, I think I have more heartwarming feelings towards the South now that I'm not there. Um, I definitely like, I'm in this weird limbo, I guess, because I won't say that it's diaspora. I won't say that it's similar to like, other people's experiences but since I've left the south I feel on one hand nostalgic and on the other hand guilty mm. because I feel like I am an educated southerner who has gone out to do something in the world and I feel like I ha I should return back to the south to bring back my experience to help other southerners like me like other queer southerners who are there like see yeah. that we can do it like we're yeah. here and like provide stuff there so like for example the first inception of my publishing house I ever had was as of a, like a public writing center in Birmingham where it was like an outreach program to help people write resumes apply to school like college and stuff and do what we did in like the Harvard Writing Center but at a community level and also publish like books. But the more I think about it, the more I don't think I would actually be as helpful of a person if I were in the South that I am here, if that makes sense. Because I think mentally, I would not be in as good of a place if I was still in the South or if I went back, because I think I would just feel trapped. And mm -hmm. also, I don't see what job I could have without going to like grad school in America because I just don't think I would have the money to start anything. I would not, my cat is doing something stupid. I would not have 
the I don't think I would have the amount of wiggle room and mobility that I feel like I have here. And while in Korea, I'm able to like donate to mutual aid funds regularly, like weekly. I'm able to like reach out to people who are in the South and provide like financial assistance or like um, do things remotely for them that they don't have to worry about, which all feels like this is such a piddly amount. This means nothing. But then at the same time, that's more than what most people that I know can do. Yeah. But I wouldn't be able to do this if I was still in the South because I would not have access to like access, you know, to anything that I have here. I wouldn't have healthcare in America. I, yeah, I guess I, I feel similar. Um, when you said guilty, it really, it really, it really touched me because, um, yeah, I guess there is a guilt for kind of leaving and feeling like you should go back, but also knowing like maybe it's not the best place for me for for yeah. for the goals that i have yeah i think it's like reconciling my goals don't align with this space anymore even though it still means so much to yeah, me yeah it's still yeah okay that's another thing yeah so it means it still has a kind of special you know place in your heart but you 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 take all the lessons that you that you have but you kind of like no it's not you've you've grown from the place yeah i feel like i did kind of outgrow the person i would have been if i had stayed there but same i think it's still easy to like give back in a lot Mm. of ways and that i shouldn't turn my back on the south just because my goals are no longer there i should still use what resources i am gaining and turn around and give them back to the people i've left Hmm. I should still redistribute my wealth, we should say. So that's back. what you, yeah, that's what you believe. I'm just, I'm the type of person that's like, I'm never going back. I'm going <laughs> to be rich over here. Ha 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 I feel like <laughs> this is how I've made my peace with like, how do white people give reparations? And I'm like, maybe you should just like donate to funds that help people in need. So this is my form of reparations. I'm going to support the mutual aid girlies and I'm going to support the black artists and we're going to go from there. Yes. Start putting in your service for reparations since, <laughs> since there, at this point, we just aren't going to have a formal uh, uh, dissemination of reparations. I've thought about it deeply when like, you know, when you take a shower and you're having a talk show with yourself. Oh, I do that all the time. Yes. Daily on one of my talk shows, my weekly shower talk show. I take a shower every day. It's just a weekly talk show. Please don't take that out of context. (laughs) Um, Is that I feel like when we talk about reparations, I feel like we have to change the mindset around it because sure, we can't count on the government for anything. But I think the easiest way for white people to pay reparations is to decenter whiteness. That is the core of it all, is that when we are shopping, when we are going out to eat, when we're getting caterers, when we're buying gifts, when we're buying like body care products, we need to stop buying from like businesses, corporations, and look at smaller businesses 
independent businesses owned by people of color. It just has to happen at a micro level. And you have to look at all facets of your life and think, where is this item coming from? Is it coming from someone that I want to support? And you should want to support Black, Brown, and queer people. But everyone's like not even gonna that that's 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 a very uh your 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 opinion is very contested (laughs) you know you think it wouldn't be you think that me the podunk like southern girl would not have the controversial opinion and yet i open my mouth and it just causes the discourse apparently (sighs) um but yeah i wanted to ask you about the south you know even though i feel as though I feel as though, and I feel like we we had we did an episode on the South, uh, like before we we did the road trip. Actually, I remember. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. I feel like even though I currently don't have any plans to like live in the South, I want to. I I've been I've been really I have I have this strong desire to know more about like. Uh, my ancestors relatives Mm. who have passed that I haven't met or don't really remember and um I've started kind of like cooking things that that I knew that they cooked and so I'm trying to I'm trying to do that through through southern cooking is kind of like revive my southern ancestors and kind of like keep them with me I know the future is uncertain covid et cetera, et cetera. but if you can place yourself in that in that that headspace what does it look like well to give some backstory to what i'll say is that each year i choose a power word that i kind of like try to keep in mind as i go throughout the year last year in 2020 my power word was relax <laughs> which what a year to choose that word i don't know if i learned I feel like I always learn about it, how to do it after the year is over, because the year before that was persist. Mm. But this year it's unbothered. (laughs) Currently, I'm very bothered, I feel like, but we're trying. But in the future that I see is like empowering that word where I am truly unbothered. And I feel like when I reach that point, I will be able to do the things I want to do in my own time and not stress myself out about it. Um, But my goals for this year, because I don't think, I feel uncomfortable thinking in like long-term future besides like big goals. Mm -hmm. So I try to take it like a year at a time and then break it up that way. Otherwise I just like put myself into an anxiety ridden coma. as we do as one does so for this year it's doing the korean um language exam and getting a level three right now i'm a level last time i took it i had a level one i think i'm somewhere on a level two right now but if i reach a level three then i can apply to grad school and i want to apply to grad school next year and either go to the national university in busan or a private university in seoul and the one in Busan, they have like an art culture and image masters, Ooh. which is more focused on film because the Busan National University helps co-sponsor the Busan International Film Festival. So they do mm. a lot of stuff with film. And that's the a pretty one, big 
film festival because I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's in my city. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But the one in Seoul, Sakon University, is a private university and they've got an interdisciplinary like art culture masters where you can like pick courses from multiple different colleges Mm. and I could make it more writing specific because I think I've told you about it before but like my dream and all of this is to have my own publishing company and so I feel like I see two roots here where one is like the traditional writing e-publishing and the other one where I have a more film focused degree I can also do like short film and like hmm. digital storytelling hmm. Hmm. I think honestly what will choose that is which school gives me better scholarships and that's what it and always comes if down I to. get that government scholarship we'll see that's what it there's always a comes down to. That's it. There's a government scholarship in Korea for foreigners that I want to apply for, which is pretty swanky. But if I don't get it and I just get in-house scholarships from the schools, then it's going to be who I can afford. Do you feel like you have to go to graduate school to start like your your publishing company? No, I don't think so. But I want to. Just just to get the education. Yeah. Because I'm interested in doing two things with a publishing house. One is like publishing in multiple languages and publishing people in their native languages and then like translating them to others. Mm. And also when it comes to learning Korean, there's not a lot of good graded Korean readers where you can read like stories in your target language. There is for Chinese and Japanese, but not really for Korean. And all the ones that exist are like folktales. And I love folktales as much as the next bitch, but you can only read the folktale of like the tiger and the persimmon so many fucking times before you're fucking sick of it. Oh my God. So I can only read about rabbits and like farmers and donkeys so many times. So I would like to do some language learning publishing, mm. maybe not just for Korean, but other languages as well, because I think that would be a good like base of selling point to help fund my true dream of like weird sci-fi and horror (laughs) um yeah so you have kind of like a a kind of plan for how you want it to work i think that's cool um it sounds like you know i mean yeah you have told me about this goal before but it sounds like you're slowly etching up towards it so that's cool. We gotta go a step at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, Leslie, thank you for coming on and <laughs> dropping some knowledge. I try my best. <laughs> um what's that saying? Girls go to college to get more knowledge, boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Boys go to college was- to get more stupider too, but it wouldn't rhyme. So <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather go to Jupiter. i'll be Mm. stupid just send me to the space send me to space they're they're doing that aren't they are they sending people to space i'm not going on spacex or on what's that man's name that man who looks like an android he's got that son who sounds like what's his name not bezos that other Mm. man who married grimes 
Yeah, it is Jeff uh, Jeff Bezos. No, it's Elon Musk. That one. Oh, Musk. Okay. I am they not all... going to his Mars colony to be his slave. Absolutely not. <laughs> they all, uh, all the all their faces run together to me. So they all look like melted wax dolls. So they are. They probably they are. are. All of the plastic. Mm. They probably get plastic surgery and stuff just because they have, you know, they have they have to spend their money. <laughs> You're right. They're like, you know what? We've got an extra ten thousand dollars. Time to get a new face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's gonna look just like my old one. <laughs> exactly. 